just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f he wants. What's going on guys? Welcome back to Code Boom Bullshit. It's Cordero. And your girl Monica. In today's episode, we're going to chat a little bit about communication with doctors, physicians, and possibly even dive into a little bit of how we communicate with other um, healthcare personnel and healthcare team members. I feel like you should always start out professionally, of course, um, feel at the crowd. But most importantly, it's just kind of like realize who you're talking to and what specialty you're talking to. Um, I think that's one of the most important pieces that I can share with y'all. Transitioning hospitals and a new specialty, I'm four months in, and anytime somebody walks into the door that I have no idea who they are, the first thing I ask, it's one second, like, who are you with? Because half the time, they're not wanting to know about the whole entire body or what's going on necessarily, but more specifically just one one system and I think that's a really important um, place to start at knowing who you're talking to and what kind of information you need to deliver. I think that's important. Well in the ICU we tend to have an intensivist and then we'll have other specialties that are consulted so whether renal's consulted, all those guys but I like to go ahead and just give them a brief synopsis of what's happened in the past 24 hours Mm -hmm. So regardless of whatever system that they specialize in, I'm just like, hey, this is what happened and this is where we're at. And then if I have anything to add, you know, as far as what their urine output is or how their creatinine looks like it's trending, um, I kind of add that after I give them a little minor synopsis. Yeah, for sure. I agree with you. I guess just piggybacking off of, you know, your statement. I do give them a synopsis. I do. I will say I, I do do that. I keep it relatively short. But then I kind of go into that, all right, so like, who are you with? And Mm -hmm. then I get into that detail. Okay, well, you know, renal-wise, we're still thinking CRT, or like you mentioned, the BUN and the creatinine is is elevating, or they're having some fluid electrolyte imbalance, whatever the case may be that relates to that specific specialty. But you're absolutely right. I think sharing with them a – I like to do kind of like an overnight – summary or even like you said 24 hours is good just dependent on the case and what the patient has been going through but i think that's um very important to 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 kind of include into your s bar format if if you must i love when they're prepared already when mm-hmm. they've already reviewed the patient's charts and history because they already kind of know what they want to do with the patient instead of you know sometimes you have physicians come in they get consulted. They don't even look at the patient's charts. And they'll, okay, you know, what's going on with the patient? Ask the nurse. And I go, okay, well, let me look at the chart. And it's like, I don't like. They're shooting questions at you. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I just walked through the door. It is, it is seven o'clock, ma'am or sir. I, I don't know. Let's open up the computer and look together. Um, But yeah, very true. I think another piece of, important piece of information is start collecting their names early. Um. That way you just kind of have like the respective barrier across and it just shows like, hey, like I know who you are, like you actually matter, blah, blah, blah. That way you're just kind of, again, following that professional aspect of that SBAR formatting. I feel like that's probably one of the most important things that we learned in school that actually transitioned over into the real world. Thanks. So I feel like that's that's super important. And 
I mean, it might sound like I'm contradicting my last statement, but try to gather as much information. If you know, if you're going to present this idea to a physician or tell them that your patient's cardiac output's trending low or their CVP is trending low or higher, whatever the case may be, like. They're going to ask you for the last cardiac output, cardiac index. They're going to ask you for the blood pressure parameters. They're going to ask you, are you seeing any ectopy? What are their electrolyte imbalances? What's their urine output? Are their chest tubes draining? You know, they're going to ask you these questions. It's easier said than done, especially when you're a new grad to kind of catch on to that. But if that's one of the most helpful pieces of advice that I can share with y'all as well, like that's number two, like off tops, because you, you want to be, because you want to be prepared and they're going to be asking you all these questions and sometimes you won't know the answer to it but if you're really picking up on your patient's trends or you're noticing that something's going wrong with them um these are just Im- important details to kind of pass on over and it honestly kind of impresses them but not only that you're wasting less time in trying to figure out what the next move is going to make because you've had you have all the you have all the answers that they're looking for at that point no i think you make a really good point there let me ask you a question What's up? What do you think is different from your perception of physicians when you first graduated mm-hmm. and started working to now? I was kind of like walking on eggshells and looking at it from a perspective of, wow, like I need to absorb as much as I can. Like, you know, sure, they may be rude, but I'm learning. Right. And I was OK with kind of being a little bit mistreated and I'd laugh it off or just be like, haha, like whatever. I honestly do not tolerate that. I don't think it is appropriate looking back at it with my kind of personality that I have, which is really out there, outspoken. Um, I'm surprised that I kind of took it. I don't know. Maybe I was just so focused on trying to learn that it really didn't phase me. Would you say that you were intimidated? I would. They know so much and you're fresh out of school. And let's be real, you don't. You don't know a damn thing, you know? Sure, like I graduated top of my class. There's a bunch of people that graduate top of their class or even if they don't graduate top of their class, like they know how to answer certain questions. But you're you're a new resident. You're going through this residency program. You're not really hands-on by yourself. And even after that, they only can teach you as much as they can teach you until you start experiencing things on your own and in your own hands. It's, that's, you know... Whether it's skill set, that critical thinking, um, drip knowledge, code situations, transfusing blood, like getting into that that pattern where you feel comfortable setting things up, putting an IV in, you know, just all of that. And, and you hear these people around and you're like, oh, dang, like they're really going deep. I literally have no idea what they're saying. You know what I mean? And not saying that I know everything now. I have grown a ton in the last year and four almost five months of my nursing career especially switching uh specialties now but that doesn't mean that you can get bullied that's if you're getting bullied out there by physicians stand up or minus them if you want to be secrety minus them be petty do your thing because we do way too much and especially now everyone's realizing what nurses are capable of and and the damage that we're going through with this whole like pandemic I just feel like we don't have room for that. We do way too much in 12 hours, sometimes 13 hour shifts for us to be treated poorly. We're all busy, we're all stressed. Pipe down, like calm down. Um, For example, I had this situation we were doing withdrawal of care 
and the patient was gonna pass like a hundred percent like it was gonna it was gonna happen within 30 minutes no doubt they kind of have placed orders before really that final decision was made which i get just to kind of be prepared because they've they've discussed it but nobody was yet present mm-hmm. and me being safe um i the family left the room they went back in the conference room and i told my nurse director she's like hey they, they left the room and they're like well are they ready i said i don't know he left the room like i was busy doing something else and i was like i still wanted you to be in the room and talk to them just in case they have any questions which I feel like it's a hundred percent appropriate. Yeah. I'm not about to. Ask, I'm not about to answer something that's first of all out of my scope of practice. Yeah. But even at that, during that period, and the whole family's here, like they're want, they're gonna want to ask questions. I'm mm-hmm. thinking ahead. I'm sorry that I don't want to. I want, I was trying to make this such a smooth like transition to where everyone's comfortable. This looks almost pleasant, quote unquote, when it's truly not pleasant. And she kind of added to with me. And we're lucky we got mask on because my mouth speaks. Like, my emotions, like, you can tell them on my face. And I was just kind of like, okay. So I go in there, and again, I tell her this, and she goes, well, why do I have to do everything? Mm. And that's where my facial expressions were protected by my mask. And I was just kind of like, in my head, I I said some things. I'm just going to say that. But... I was just kind of like, really? And so out loud, I said, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be safe because I know they're going to have some some more questions for you. And technically, I haven't heard that they wanted to withdraw. This has been all communication within y'all. Technically, the nurse is supposed to hear that this is the plan. So she steps out and automatically she like apologizes. I'm sorry. Like, I'm having a rough morning. A, not my problem. There's a lot of people that are busy and having rough mornings. Don't bring it to work with you. B, learn how to communicate with people. And C, don't mistreat the nurses. I know y'all nurse practitioners are just as busy. Docs are just as busy. But I'm going to tell y'all, y'all not there cleaning up poop when it's dripping out the bed. Y'all aren't dealing with all the extra factors. And it's just very frustrating that I got this, like, mouth action. And I'm so happy that I've learned how to communicate. With not only providers, but my friends, you know, family members, and really trying to open up their perspective and not just point fingers. And so I feel like I could have easily been like, excuse me, you don't have to catch an attitude with me. But I did it. You can't do that in the professional, you can't do that in a professional environment. It's like an art, how you talk to people. (laughs) So I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to be safe. And she apologizes. So moral of the story, guys, don't don't allow somebody to mistreat you. You know, I think it comes down to just being in control of your emotions at the end of the day, because like, yeah, we're all we all everybody feels overworked right now. Nurses feel overworked. The doctors feel overworked. Physical therapists feel overworked. Respiratory. Everybody's overworked right now. So, I mean, I feel like it's it's tougher to not let your emotions get a hold of you. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've had physicians just been so overwhelmed, and you can just see it on their face. You know, and you go to ask for something or try to advocate for your patient, and it's just like you get met with so much resistance. Ah, it's just so like, a, oh, well, well, like, it's like, dude, Jeez. get a hold of yourself. Get a hold of yourself. You know, and on that same tangent, too, like, there's some of the intensivists when you warm up to them, like, you get to see that. Hey, they're smart as f- but we're all regular people. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Like, they open up. They're funny. You know what I mean? Like, they cuss just like everybody else does. They're awkward. Yeah. 
A lot of them are really awkward. Especially these Some cardiologists. Some of them are too smart for themselves. <laughs> I just think new new grad, pandemic or not, whatever the situation may be, respect your respect your colleagues. Like you don't know what no, you do not know what anybody is going through throughout that period. I could I could have been going through a very stressful period in my life and broke down. You know what I mean? And she did. She just didn't have to talk to me like that. But I, I took the higher ground and I got my apology, and that's all that matters. I just needed that validation to let her know where I was coming from. But moving forward, also, guys, I feel like a lot of our public is new graduates or people that are in school. And I mean, even if you're not, you can always work on your communication with your physician. Well, do you have any closing statements about communication to physicians or anyone else in the healthcare team? Again, it's gonna sound like I'm being. Like, I'm making a contradiction. But, yes, try to know as much as you do. But don't feel guilty. Don't feel guilty. When the physician comes in, like I said, at 7 o'clock in the morning, talking about, oh, who is this? What's going on with them? I will blatantly say, I don't know. My shift just started. Facts. But let me look through the chart. Or let's even... Even better. Let's look through the chart together. 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 <laughs> and I think once they hear that, they hear a little sprinkle of sarcasm. But I'm so serious, too, that they're like, oh, okay, like, my apologies. I'm like, we all have a job. Like, relax. Sometimes it can take a whole day to really get a good grasp of what's going on with your patient and where they're heading. Boy, yes. I mean, like, it could be 4 o'clock. Depending on how the day is and how... Your pair of patients are, it could be four o'clock until you actually really get to dig into the charts and dig into how some of the labs have been trending, you know? I feel like for me, I get to learn a lot about my patients when when we're doing interdisciplinary rounds, Mm -hmm. especially here at this new facility. They require us to talk on certain, like we have a list of things that we have to basically state. Mm -hmm. And so as much as I hate doing it because i get really busy around that 11 o'clock 10 o'clock period depending you know what kind of patient you have it teaches you a lot about the patient because it forces you to dig in there you know with basic things like urine output blood products given um current vital signs or trends their labs their lines that they have so i typically try to get that done in the morning um and that way i have something to present to the team and guys last but not least if you do have interdisciplinary rounds and something's going on with your patient, whether it's, it could be something as acute as an electro, electrolyte imbalance or something as serious as a muffled heart sound, go find the provider. Go tell them. I don't care if it's 710. I just wouldn't want to start your morning off with a code or an issue that could have been prevented. Don't ever feel scared to the point to where like, oh, well, they're going to round soon. Like, no, like, go take care of the issue. And if they have a problem with it, that's too that's too bad. And if they don't want to do anything about it, you will know what you're going to put on the notes. Discuss XYZ with provider XYZ. No new orders will continue to monitor. Yep. Protect yourself at all costs. Well, I hope you guys got some insight from that and hope you can relate. We'll talk to you next time. Peace out, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Code Blue and Bull. We hope you enjoyed it. Please leave us a rating and review if you haven't already. Send any questions or comments about ICU or nursing life in general to codeblueandbull at gmail.com. We just might feature your question in the next episode. We will continue making dope content by sharing the raw, unfiltered view of the life of nursing. You guys continue to learn, stay strong, resilient, and 
And most importantly, take care of yourself. Until next time, peace.